Ooh. In the uh, eye. In the eye. He could still jump out, yeah. maybe? I don't know. I like that he's watching the blade. Ooh, you want to stab him in the eye? Uh, I hate these characters. Uh, like, it wouldn't disgust me if you just went deeper. Oh, it's like a teddy bear in there. Oh, <laughs> oh that is. Stuffing. It's like stuffing. It still disgusts me, even that if it's gross. shallow. He doesn't even like flinch. Maybe you don't feel pain. No, here. you definitely don't feel pain. You have an okay. entire mushroom growing out your eye. Do mushrooms feel pain? Can mushrooms cry? Oh! Well, now they can. Shout out to special effects, by the way. Yeah, that good. Great. Good practical effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, poor guy. Oh, that is! That is him from White Lotus. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> It seemed like a lot. That, it well, seemed you, like... you don't want to come in too little, right? Yeah, oh yeah, no, you have to die. You can't just go into a coma. It kind of looks like walking Phoenix there. <laughs> is, this, is this walk the line? Is this walk the line? Ah, uh, the French. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the French. <laughs> I like the little ding, ding, ding. It does be classy. He's pissed, dude. He's like, what are you to me? Speech, speech, speech. <laughs> like to make a toast. Uh, Right. Here's to the enough. Yeah. He's like putting all that strength in lifting that glass. You gotta sniff it first. No, no, swirl around. Oh, okay. No, no. You're okay. killing yourself. You don't want to do that. To the dome. All right, let's go. One up and big dog. Oh, okay. Why are you chugging your wine, I wonder? What a natural oh. question, Brandon. Well, he's showing off. Why are there already pills in the bottle? Enough to kill a horse. Oh. And they're My two boys. and they're two stallions. They're two stallions. Two stallions oh, ready to no. go down. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to New Rockstar. <laughs> the Last of Us episode three, long, long time, just dropped in. They went ahead and killed two more people <laughs> that I love and care about. Oh my and gosh. And officially, if this was any other series, I'd be done. You'd I'd be, be done? I'd you'd be walked finished. if it were because any they, other series. If this was The Walking Dead and they kill him again, I would have walked away, <laughs> just like The Walking Dead. But I love oh this gosh. series too much and I care about Joel and Ellie. This is The Break Room, our daily show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news that you guys need to know about. And today we're talking about all about The Last of Us, episode three. Uh, so grab a glass of pill wine and make sure your fence is set to electrify. <laughs> we're about to dive in. Oh my so gosh. Oh my God, we're about to dive in. I'm Jessica Clemens, I'm really sad. Uh, here with me today is Brandon Barry. I'm also sad. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I is this how Is this how you uh, fight it? You're like, I fight it with happiness. I fight it with happiness. I gotta say my wife was yeah. very angry to see them both die. At least they went together. They went together. At least they went together. Mm -hmm. And then I also have Anna Van Oh, I'll keep it positive. Love is love. Oh, Yay. does love win? Does love win? Not here. <laughs> I think love won. I think love won. We'll talk about oh, it. We'll get into it. It we'll doesn't survive. Oh. It dies. Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> Uh, well, as a reminder, the first part of this episode will be spoiler-free. We'll just be talking about uh, the, sh the three episodes of the show we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. We recommend if you haven't played the games to avoid reading the comments if you don't want to be spoiled. And if you're in those comments, don't spoil things. Easy. That's all we ask. That's Easy. all we ask. There are a few foreshadowing moments in this episode for folks that have played the game. 
And we'll be leaving those out of the episode recap here at the top, and we'll cover them at the end. So when we get into what's different from the game and the show, we'll warn you. And when we get into full spoilers for everything, we'll warn you about that. But for now, the episode begins with Ellie and Joel, 10 miles outside of the Boston QZ. They've left Tess behind. <laughs> My poor Tess. Uh, Joel's hand is still healing, which is something I love about this show. The injuries, they don't just go away after five minutes. Uh, and Joel says he's not looking for an apology from Ellie. And Ellie tells him she wasn't planning on apologizing. Mm-hmm. And Tess's death isn't her fault. Yeah, during that little moment in the woods, too, something I love is that you see Joel reach into a bag and eat some beef jerky. And the second it, like, touches his tongue, he, like, has a moment of, like, oh, because the first time we see him and Tess mm. eat beef jerky is together. Uh, I love that moment, too, of where he's like, do I feed this dumb yeah, girl? Do I feed this <laughs> he just throws it at her. Uh, Maybe that's what he was thinking. He wasn't mourning Tess. He was just like, should I feed this I, dumb? Do I have he to did. feed a child? He I don't remember. Threw it like she was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so angry. Well, I love, like, the anger they they both are feeling, you know, she's mad at him, he's mad at her. They're just angry, and they kind of squash the beef by just being like, "I'm not gonna apologize. I don't want you to apologize." Great, great. Like they're both the perfect amount of stubborn for each other, mm-hmm. and I, I really like that. Uh, also, maybe a small nod to the video games. Joel tells Ellie's shooting at someone and missing happens uh, more <laughs> often than you think, which is like a great real life moment of like, yeah, it's not like the movies where you shoot someone once and you hit them and they're dead. Like it's very hard to shoot. And shoot back, and uh, there's drama going on. Uh, I heard one time about the how, like how inaccurate, like how close you have to be to someone mm. with a pistol to actually like have right. a good chance of hitting them. It's not great. Well, if you have a, if you have a small caliber pistol and you're like fire, you could shoot someone a few times and they're still alive. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like the video games and the movies, folks. Uh, Joel and Ellie walk into a gas station stash house. Again, a very video game moment of searching around all that. Ellie finds a Mortal Kombat 2 arcade game and mentions a friend who, quote, knew everything about this game. This is likely a reference to Ellie's friend, Riley, who we'll definitely learn more about in a future episode who's been name-dropped before in the very first episode. Uh, So we'll get back to that. Oh, small correction that I have to make. Make a correction. I'm so sorry. Listen, no, it's totally fine. Last last show, I was like, I think we're going to be getting this flashback soon. I forgot you can, like, see some of the episode titles. We Mm. got we got it. Yeah, I think it's coming later. I think it's coming later. Well, it'll be soon enough. Enough. Soon enough. I I also love, like, treating Mortal Kombat 2's, like, storyline as, like, the sacred text. Like, oh, it's just the idea of this character is awesome. Uh, Ellie heads into the basement, insane, and scores a box of tampons before getting startled by an infected trapped under a pile of rubble. All I'm saying is... Scan the room, honey. Literally scan look. the room. She all you saw was feet, darkness, and she just plopped down yeah. and said, Oh, one box of tampons. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean the I guess the idea that it's sealed, there's probably nothing alive in there. No, but, like, but you don't know. She she you drops down know. and immediately like looks to the wall at the right, and I'm like, scan to the and left! She, well, she didn't have anything but that knife too, so I was like, girl, what are you I know, thinking? I know. Uh, Brave, courageous, yes. Dumb, also yes, don't do that. So she comes across this infected trapped under a pile of rubble. Uh, and Ellie goes full psycho mode and slices into the infected head slowly before stabbing it to death. Uh, I, what, what? Can we? Like, what? It seems like they're trying to make her a little sociopathic in this show, which is kind of left field from the game. Like, I don't know why they're giving her so many, like, I, 
I think it's more. I think it's more so just looking at like I'm not afraid of you, and then seeing like this well, is what you're made of is a fungus. But she's entranced by the. I think, I think okay. it's because that violent thing. I this is also just me taking on like if right. I, if it killed everyone I knew, if it's d- killing everyone in yeah. the world, I was born into this world. I'm gonna show you that I'm not afraid of you. But also like she gets bitten and she doesn't get affected, so well, she's just like. I, I, you bring I up a great point, it. Jess. She's born into this world. And we heard Tess say in the first episode, like, when she's talking about the kids who jumped her, she's like, you know people born, young people born after the outbreak. They don't know how to negotiate. Like, their whole life is violence and fear and monsters. Like, uh, uh, she's never been outside before. She's when never she been in the, the woods before. <laughs> she sees the airplane. We'll get that in a second, right? Okay. So, like, the fact that she can, the only time she's been close to an infected that we know of, it was a very devastating moment uh, in her life. And we'll learn all more about that. But, like, she's able to be up close and examine one. Fedra in their school hasn't really taught them much about these things or what they've told them is BS. So I think she's interested and she kind of wants to know. And, you know, as a kid, you you get close to snakes because they're dangerous and your parents told you not to. But you want to be close to them. But do you dissect them? Like I don't want to talk about what precision? I did as a young kid. I, don't, I wouldn't call okay? it dissected. It's more, I think it's yeah. genuinely just like, I'm not afraid of you and this is a monster. But she is, mm-hmm. I think she's not afraid, but she is very afraid. But, like, this is her chance to get as close it's going Wait. to the zoo and getting in the lion cage with a piece of glass. When she kills a know. small animal, then I would be like, oh, <laughs> this, okay. I mean, this isn't a standalone thing. In the first episode, when Joel's beating the shit out of that guy, yeah. pardon the language, uh, she's also, she has that she's same like look watching. of like, yeah. so I, this might be a plot I think it's point that comes yeah. back. I, think, I, I, I yeah. disagree, but I think it could be. I'm excited. Uh, there way. was also a great story that was in the uh, podcast about this episode, or about uh, episode two, uh, where the creators talked about like a backstory, they were gonna have a test where she had to like leave her son behind, who was infected in the basement and couldn't kill him. Uh, that's that could have been her son. That could have been Tessa's son, <laughs> who got out and got trapped in there. I don't know, possibly. Who but knows? He did Hopefully. look very um, specific. I like, wonder. Yeah, yeah. Would you think that was a guy who like was hiding out down there and then somehow got infected by the fungus and then the collapse and he stuck down? <laughs> He's there. like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Honestly, at first I thought it might be Frank, but that was no, proven wrong. That was proven wrong. Know. It looks specific. I don't that would have been interesting if they did that to Frank. Uh, Joel stashes his assault rifle, saying there's not a ton of ammo out there for it. Very Ellie, just like in the games, ask for a gun again. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I would be asking for yeah. a gun constantly. I absolutely would be. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you got to protect yourself in this, I guess. As they leave the stash house, they pass a crash plane and a mass grave of bodies that were killed by Fedra to better control the population. Mm, mm. And it's horrible. Yeah. It's that was horrible. That was a great moment and a reminder for all of us as we complain about going through the airports and the process and it sucks. We get to fly through the sky, folks. What an amazing feat. What a, what a cool thing. You get to fly and sometimes crash and die. Well, it, it happens less often than you think. Driving in a car is much more dangerous than flying in an airplane. Well, there's a lot of cars. <laughs> Joel mentions the goddamn pancake oh. mix while describing how the outbreak most likely began. Sounded real familiar, except for the whole biting thing. Yeah, I, I loved this kind of explanation of it because it is like the question of like how did this outbreak happen so fast but the idea that one single batch that is put in mm-hmm. shelves around the world around the same time. Mm-hmm. That kind of explained it really well. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, that made a lot of sense. Yeah, he like kind of chokes up before he says, Tough stuff. Well, it's 2003 again, folks. We've gone back in time. Uh, we meet Bill, played by Nick Offerman, a disaster prepper, I mean survivalist, hiding in his basement <laughs> safe while Fedra clears his neighborhood. One thing that was interesting about this to me, Fedra was set up pretty quick. 
Uh, in the games? Well, in the show, because this is three days after the initial outbreak. It's like yeah. September 30th, oh, yeah. 2003, when they're yeah. rounding up people. And the sign says FEDRA at the bottom. So has the government collapsed that fast that FEDRA has formed, and they've already printed signs that say FEDRA? I, I mean, mean I that's... That's a good fascist takeover to get a logo together. That I fast. think it's also the, uh, the the quicker you got to you got to you got to you got to get into it. You, gotta, you have to clear out. You got to bomb things. You got to fix well, it. Did, so I think they just immediately yeah, yeah. assembled a team because most probably half of government was already taken over. Or yeah. that's what was Fedra always lurking underneath. Oh God, the thin forbid. veneer of our military. Oh, Fedra was always yeah. there, ready to go. When Nick Offerman says the government's Nazis, he's referring to Fedra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were always there. Operation Jade uh, Hound or whatever it was called. Look it up. They're coming for us. Anyways, uh, we get another cameo from series yeah, creator Craig Mazin as one of the soldiers yelling, no, sir, we're in the basement now. No one here. Uh, so Craig Mazin all over the show. Uh, and Bill says, not today, you new world order jackboot fucks. Uh, which we included in this recap because it's the best line on television so far this year. Uh, it's early in the year, but so far it's t it's taken the cake. Uh, Bill goes to town literally uh, building the neighborhood of his prepper dreams, complete with booby traps, electric fences, running hot water, and electricity. Okay, during all of this, <laughs> and when they're showing the whole mass grave thing, <laughs> listen, the amount of gay symbolism they... Mm. I would say peppered, but it's like giant boulders yeah, of pepper yeah. that they threw on there. There was the rainbow flag that she was swaddling the baby in. That was yeah, the, the first thing we saw. The fabric the had little rainbows on it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, cute nod. And then when Nick Offerman or when when uh, Bill is reading all the things, he carries this giant box of wine that just says "Gamus," and I literally have in my notes all caps, "Not the Gamus wine." Like, the Gamus? I thought it said Camus, but does it say oh, Gamus? Was this um? I hope it doesn't say Gamus. I wanted it to say Gamus. Wow, I hope so because that was too on the nose. I hope, I hope it. I really hope it does not say Gamus. That is so on the nose. I mean, so like, are you sure? The Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, was the Linda Ronstadt. Okay, to be fair, our previews are like 720p. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. working at 420. We did I'm have a screener. It's sometimes hard to see, but yeah, we'll, we'll double check on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it in. Keep it in if keep it, it says Gamus. It's fine. Shame. It's fine. It should say Gamus then. Oh, I take it back. My favorite wine, Gamus. <laughs> Barrel the thir 13 years. Uh, four years later, uh, and Frank has found himself in one of Bill's traps. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bill, and Bill. I think this is the trap we see Bill building in that yeah. kind of sequence. We see him like looking over some chicken wire and covering it with mud. Mm -hmm. I like to mm -hmm. imagine that was the exact same trap. I, I would say so. Also, like Bill had a plan. He was ready. Like what he's been he's been waiting my, for this day and knew exactly what to do. These people are my favorite people in <laughs> series. When we did it in yeah. Cloverfield Lane, I was like, yeah, this man ha is prepared, but also we should be worried that this man is prepared. I mean, both of your examples of people <laughs> are not great, but no, yeah. Bill's better than the. Oh, well, than John yes. Goodman from There's Cloverfield some Lane. survivalists that are fine, yeah. but I was nervous about Bill at first. Yeah. Uh, Bill tests Frank for the infection with one of Fedra's scanners because he got a hold of one, and the results are I love clean. That. How did you get that? He probably. <laughs> Do you think he killed a federal agent to take it? Uh, I like to imagine he found a dead one already, oh, but yeah. he probably also killed a federal agent. He, he was, he was against them. They're he not was great. Very They're not great. Them. Uh, Bill cooks Frank the meal of a lifetime. Mm. I would never get this meal even before this. Uh, and it's uh, it's 
a lifetime and pairs his rabbit with a, how do you say this? A Beaujolais. Oh, say one more time? A Beaujolais. The Beaujolais are the first grapes of, oh, well, there's a Beaujolais Nouveau, which is the first grapes of the season mm. that they don't allow to age. They bottle oh, it immediately. Oh, uh, Well, it's actually very sweet. It's it? like, it comes out, it's the first grapes of the season and like, uh, usually eat it very early in the year when they harvest or late, early fall is when it comes out. Uh, okay, but this wasn't so. a Beaujolais Nouveau. This was just a regular Beaujolais. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a drinking problem. No, oh you're fine. We looked up this exact <laughs> bottle of wine, and it cost about $10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, so. if John was a coward, and the thumb for this video isn't, what's he cooking with Bill? Coward. Send a letter with to the New rabbit, Rockstars. With the rabbit. Yeah, what's, what was um, he cooking? But... Who knows how many credits that thing is worth in the apocalypse. Mm, yeah, you know that's, good wine. that's good Also, wine. doesn't mean it's not great wine if it's just $10. Yeah. Either way, the man knows how to ace a first I mean, date. he nails it. When he spins the plate so that it, the perfect image is, is placed in front of Frank, like, that, that's a man with detail. Well, let me get into He's this. got a charger plate, let, too. Let's get into how this yeah, date yeah. kind of went downhill <laughs> for a minute. After lunch, Frank sits down at Bill's mother's untouched piano and starts a true, playing a truly horrendous version of Linda Rothstein's uh, Long, Long Time. Uh, it's so bad. I love that they both sing very poorly in this episode. Oh. And it doesn't matter at all. It's very sweet. I mean, Bill has so much heart. and I love that Bill yeah. cannot stand what this man is doing to this song. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, show me what you got. And it's so heartful and tender. Nick Offerman's uh, just launched a tour. He's going across the U.S. Mm -hmm. right now. He's going to do a little show that has like song. He's going to sing in it and stuff. Like, oh. check it out. Check out his website. That's a free promo for you, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Uh, but that moment, oh, so tender. So tense the whole time. Like, I was Because they still don't know. I mean, these are two strangers who have met. You know, Bill's got a lot to protect here. He's very scared and he's like slowly letting this man in, let him shower. Was very interested in the shower that was happening. Uh, but yeah, this moment at the piano was so sweet. And if it, he sings better than me. What a beautiful man. You sing very well, don't oh, ever put how yourself dare down you. like that. Bill cuts Frank off, seemingly reminded of an old lover. Oh. Uh, they kiss and Bill finally tells Frank his name. Frank tells Bill to take a shower because it's sexy. <laughs> uh. One thing I know with this kiss, they framed it very similarly to Tess and yeah, the zombie. Yeah. And last time they did that kiss and that setup, it meant certain doom. Mm. So I was like, ooh, I wonder if that was a little uh, breadcrumb that this is not going to be a great alive mm. ending for these two. Yeah, the last kiss we saw was the kiss of death. And see, at this point, too, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything yet. Save I it. just want to say what I would give. What I would give to see this episode of someone who hasn't played the game mm. because it was colored. It was tinted. Yeah. The whole thing was tinted for me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife had never has never played the game, uh, and she asked me, "Is this like the video game?" And I said. Mm. <laughs> We'll talk about that more. Frank plays his cards right and tells Bill he's only getting that good good <laughs> if he stays for a few that days. That was a smart move. A very smart move. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We did yeah, talk yeah. about this. We did talk about this. I would have done the exact same thing. Uh, days turn to months and months turn to years. Uh, that jump oh. cut from like them Get first coming it. together and then a fight. Get into it because yeah, I, yeah. I genuinely, okay. I was like, I'm Frank. I'm Frank. I'm yeah. Frank in this situation. So three years later and Frank just wants to paint the yeah. goddamn neighborhood, Bill. What do you got to save paint for? What's the paint going to be he good for? He said no for? one's going to come up. Resource management. Uh, and him. he also wants to have a few friends over, which Bill is just like not having. Uh, but what a, I think we now, can all empathize with that argument. I was going to say, y'all two have been very like survivalist minded, mm -hmm. like realist if this yeah. were the apocalypse. 
if you were Bill in that situation and your partner was like, I want to start having people over, right. would oh, you no. be opposed to that? The or thing is, you... it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's, yeah. A it's a horrible idea. idea. But I know I would be frank. That's like, I'm. you get to build things that keep us safe. Yeah. I don't do those things. Yeah, yeah. You Before this, you were doing this. I just did, I was a teacher. Like, <laughs> I would probably be like, let me paint the mailbox. Let, yeah. me let people in. I'd go crazy. I'd be weird. Uh, so if you're keeping track to all the time jumps, uh, this is seven years into the pandemic. It's 2010. And Joel and Tess visit Bill and Frank for the first time. <sighs> so good to see Tess alive again. Young Tess looking great. Young Joel also looking great. He's about 46, 43 here. He was 36 oh, in, in 2003. It's seven years later. I'm an actor, Brandon. <laughs> it's uh, not the script. Yeah. I can't do it. This is uh, this is a very useful timeline info for Joel and Tessa's relationship to know where they're at. They're working together. They're smuggling. They're getting it done. Uh, it's clear now that like Tess has been talking to Frank over the radio again. Frank talking to people over the radio without Bill's knowledge is a little no. iffy. It's a little I iffy. Was on Bill's That's side very there. dangerous. I am yeah, on Bill's side yeah. there. Uh, we now know Joel and Tommy probably got to Boston pretty early on and at least met Tess around the same time, okay? During that dinner party as well, uh, or lunch, luncheon? It was luncheon. a luncheon. It was a luncheon. A luncheon. Uh, I did notice, I was looking at their plates, mm. and I, I saw an interesting detail. Frank's was completely empty. Okay. Tess's was almost completely empty. Joel's mostly full, and then Bill's was like he had barely touched his food. And I think that this is uh, sort of showing their comfort levels. Mm, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Joel and Bill, who are the most reserved, like, unsure of each other, who should be ready to draw their guns at any time, are, like, barely touching their yeah. food, not eating anything. And then Frank and Tess are just like, oh, it's a great luncheon, or have already chowed down. Because, like, Joel there is like, this could be poison, they're going to, like... They're trying to poison us so they can put us in the basement and cut us up and because they're cannibals. Or at the very uh, least, Bill, Bill's sitting there with a gun. Well, and Bill is like, I don't have... The second I bend over to take a bite of food, this Joel is going to kill all of us, right? Like, right. they're here to just take over. Meanwhile, <laughs> Frank and Tess, who have probably each been talking to over the radio without their partner's consent, are like, yeah, we're good friends. We're, we're getting along fine. What's everyone's big deal? That was a great tense legend. I love that line where Joel is like, get the gun out of my fucking face. <laughs> And Bill respects that. He's like, this is a good man. Uh, Joel uses his construction background to convince Bill he needs to fix up his fence. Uh, we also learned that it was Frank's idea to use codes on the radio that came back. Mm -hmm. uh, and they resolved that, that, that radio thing very well this episode. I love that. Another three years pass. Bill and Frank have fixed up their fence, and Frank shows Bill his little strawberry. <laughs> is that a euphemism? It isn't, but he's about to. They almost got man. really into the strawberry patch. I mean, that would have been a euphemism. Uh, both my wife and I were like, not all the strawberries! <laughs> That takes a full year, and strawberries only bloom once, and then you have to replant them. That's very dangerous. How dare you? Oh, Not on no. the strawberries. Oh, no. Just got so excited about the first strawberry patch. As soon as the strawberries happen, I said, ruin the strawberries. <laughs> I said, destroy the strawberries. No. Roll it. Roll no. it. Bill gives, you know, the heat of the moment. <laughs> Bill gives uh, a little Nick Offerman giggle. <laughs> That little, can you do it? <laughs> when Nick Offerman giggles, it's so adorable. It's cute. Uh, and this is the moment I knew they were fucking dead. No, Jess! Uh, why can't we have nice things? No. Why can't we have nice things? Bill. In oh. that, so, so sorry, I just, I literally just remembered. In that conversation, they have the little offhanded comment at the time of like, I like you being older than me. Mm. Uh, when uh, Frank says that to Bill, mm. a little bit of foreshadowing yeah. for how you, <laughs> how you <laughs> useless. I was going to say useless. I, I think it's me. also the line when he was like, uh, I was fine here by myself. Mm. I always felt yeah. safe until you showed up mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. now he has something to protect. 
I'll never have that. Important dialogue over strawberries. I'll never have that. Oh, I know. Destroy the strawberries. Roll in it. Put your backs in it. Sometimes later, raiders attack you guys. Uh, Bill is standing in the street, firing at the raiders like an idiot. Get literally some cover. alone. No cover, and that's why he gets shot. Yeah. And takes a gunshot straight to the abdomen. He tells Frank to call Joel, expecting not to make it. Bill is so cute. He had a plan for this exact moment yeah. so Frank would be taken care of in case anything happened. To and him. I love that Frank is just like not having it. He's like yeah. hyper focused. Right. He's like let, he's keeping Bill talking, but he's like Bill's like the fence is you have to switch the generator every three days, yeah. and he's like just shut up. I'm I, getting a bullet out of you, my guy. It was a uh, great writing, yeah. great writing for them. A great way to convey how much people can find love, especially in a darkest moment, and then yeah. just find their partner, their soulmate, actually in real life. Yeah. So it's, sure didn't seem like he died though, did they? They did make they it seem like Bill. Like 10 yeah. Seconds. Oh, well, the slow it, fade yeah. to black. The voices are kind yeah. of fading, yeah. but Bill survives, yeah. folks. It's now another 10 years later and we've caught up to present day. It's 2023, or close to present day. Frank has taken up painting uh, and unfortunately has some sort of incurable disease that keeps him in a wheelchair. I kind of think this is potentially MS, yeah, maybe. Yeah. My mom has MS and I, so I know a little bit about it. It tends to, it's a, a de, de, what's the word, degenerating disease? Is that Degenerative? The yeah, yeah. Degenerative disease, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I could see him slowly kind of losing his Yeah, he function. seems to be the ability to walk, his arms, yeah. you know, you see half of the painting is really yeah, good. You have, well, you have the moment where he's, he's like, looking at his painting. I also, when uh, Bill is putting Frank to bed, you see in the background, and you see it kind of throughout the rest of the episode, you can see paintings from before he yeah. lost his ability to paint, yeah. and he's always painting Bill. Oh, it's great. Oh. Uh, an easy to miss detail that I really liked. Uh, at lunch, Bill asked Frank if he'd taken his pills yet. Frank hadn't because he was already planning to not make it through the week. Like, he's kind of thinking through this already. Uh, and I was waiting for Joel to bust through the door to grab that pill bag and lick it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Sweet pills. One <laughs> show, one show. I beg of you, Brandon. Joel's got a pill problem. Someone folks. get he's Brandon off his pill he's problem. <laughs> Frank declares today is the last day. And Bill quickly cycles through all the stages of grief and just like a oh, heart wrenching scene. Frank has the whole itinerary plan, including tying the knot with Bill and having a wonderful dinner uh, with a side of euthanasia. <laughs> they even go to the boutique that Frank demanded to fix up uh, to get their tuxes and everything and get married. Uh, Bill and Frank's last day is set to Max Richter's On the Nature of Daylight. More on that in a moment. A moment. The couple gets married and finishes dinner. Bill has dosed the entire bottle of wine so they can spend eternity together in their bedroom, which I really agree with because Frank was like, I want to die in your arms. And all I was thinking about was like five minutes after that where Bill has to be like... Yeah, uh, now I gotta, you just place him. I know, but then you gotta bury it, and then you're supposed to live on without or this dude? Or you can, I, I'm sure they probably talked about what to do with the body off screen. It wasn't gonna add yeah. to the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do go to bed and end their story together, closed in the room. Just, uh, just, I mean, so good. <laughs> so good. Joel and Ellie arrive at Bill and Frank's after needing to enter the gate code to get in. Joel immediately knows something's mm. a little off. Ellie the flowers, the flowers. flowers. Shut up. Don't talk to the me The flowers. I'm, I, I remember after this episode, I immediately texted John and said, I'm not going to be on it. <laughs> I was like, I can't talk about this. It I immediately went out and watered the flowers on my balcony. <laughs> Carrie said, what are you doing? I was like, they have to know we're alive, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie finds the note Bill has left along with a car key. Mm -hmm. In the note, Bill tells Joel that he was happy everyone uh, had died, but he was wrong. Saving Frank became his purpose, mm. and Joel knows Ellie is now his purpose. Mm. Joel crumbles up the note, seemingly still not ready to take on this responsibility. He and Ellie load up the 
truck with supplies. The radio is playing 80s music, which tells Joel and Ellie that the trouble they heard in episode one was just because Bill set the playlist to play if he didn't reset the system for a few weeks. Which I was I was wondering how they're going to wrap up that detail, and that yeah, was nice. I it was like very that. great. Yeah. Ellie snags a bunch of toilet paper, as you should, and a gun from a drawer. The same gun Frank picks up as they're rated earlier in the episode, and I bet that won't come back. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell Joel about it. She's been wanting that gun. She's like, he's going to be where'd you get that? <laughs> and it also maybe has like two bullets. Uh, after a shower, Ellie changes into her outfit from the game. The That's red right. shirt. That's we right. made it. Uh, in this case, red shirt being a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah not the, They hit the road, and Ellie grabs a cassette tape labeled Mix for Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and throws on Linda Ronstadt's long, long time. Oh, uh, One final tribute to Frank and Bella's relationship. Also, Joel knows all the words to it. Uh, I love that this is the last song they were listening sorry, to. What are you mix. implying? That Linda Ronstadt was the secret code for, I'm gay, you gay, we get together? Ooh. Let's be gay. Uh, I don't know. I, I just like, like that. Anything also, goes in the, anything in the goes, apocalypse. Anything goes in the QZ. Uh, I just, I, <laughs> Anything goes in the QZ. I also like that Joel was like, no, this is a good fucking song, Ellie. Get your shit together, okay? Let's go. Uh, I love that this is the last song they were listening to on this mix. I mean, just uh, Bill and Frank, guys. The two leave the neighborhood and head west to Wyoming as we pull back on an open window with curtains blowing in the breeze. A common The Last of Us sight. Mm-hmm. They, it was often on the load screen you would see it in the game. In novels, it means sex. So oh, it anything does. happens, anything well, goes in the game. I also really liked that this moment was... It was what Frank had envisioned early on, where he's like, someday we're going to have friends and they're going to come visit. In this final shot, we were all kind of worried we were about to see a puddle of goo on the bed. But what the final shot was, there was nothing in this shot that indicated the world they live in now. It was their friends driving away and pulling through an open window, and there was no infected. Oh, yeah, I guess there was that, no yeah. burning. There was no Fedra. Just a it was picture just of beautiful. Bill. Just a portrait, an ode to oh. Bill. Also, uh, when they get in the car, it's Ellie's first time in the car. She makes a comment that it's like a spaceship, yeah. which is just a cute little nod because Ellie wants to be an astronaut. Oh, she doesn't know what a seatbelt is, which I thought was adorable. <laughs> Safety is so cute. I forgot that she was born in the time of the pandemic, yeah. and I kept being like, "Why is she acting so reckless? Why does she not know what a seatbelt <laughs> is?" And then I genuinely was like, oh, I forget that there's a lot before. of kids. Yeah. So speaking of that final song mm-hmm. that plays, I want to talk about the music in general in okay. this episode because everything had, I feel like, so much meaning. Yeah. So you talked about Long, Long Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play that on the piano in the beginning. It's what the song ends with. And I thought this was just like the perfect bookmark because looking mm-hmm. at the lyrics, it starts with, love will abide, take things in stride, sounds like good advice, but there's no one at my side, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I obviously Bill is longing for companionship when he meets Frank. He's feeling he's been alone for all these years. But then it ends with uh, some of the lyrics at the end of the song are, I've done everything I know to try and change your mind, and I think I'm going to miss you for a long, long time. And I don't, not just with Bill and Frank, but also with Joel and Tess. Like, it's just like a, it's the perfect bookend song. Um, Also, in the games, the song that uh, normally plays in the car when they pop in the cassette Mm -hmm. tape is Alone and and Forsaken Mm -hmm. by Hank Williams, uh, which is also a song about someone that he loves leaving him and him being really sad (sighs) about that. But the biggest downer of this whole episode, while Mm -hmm. they're having the montage. The final day. The final day montage was on the nature of daylight 
by Mac Richter, and they have to stop using this song in movies because I will cry yeah. every time. They used it in Arrival. Yes. They used it in Shutter Island. You mm. gotta stop, please. Yeah. As soon as that song started, I was like, I know. I've heard <sighs> this song before. I yeah. shazammed it. Yeah, it's, it's a very famous song. But what I also think is super interesting is that in Shutter Island especially, uh, they combine it with um, Dinah Washington uh, mm. song, This Better Earth. She sort of sings the melody. Dinah over- Washington? Dina Washington, thank you so much. I've only ever seen it written. Uh, so she sings that melody over the the song. Okay. Um, and some of those lyrics, which might be coincidental, but okay. I think it's cool, is uh, it includes such bangers as "What good is love that no one shares?" <laughs> and today you are young, too soon yeah. you're mm, old, bangers. which I'm like. Whoa, full circle. Full circle <laughs> into the circle. story. And then just a, a couple more uh, little little tidbits. The music at the beginning when uh, Bill is stealing all that stuff. Stealing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scavenging. Scavenging. Um, is that one of the songs that plays is I'm Coming Home mm-hmm. to Stay by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. And I think, maybe this is reaching, I think they chose this song because Stevie Nicks is a well-known gay icon. Oh, okay. And I think it's another little, like, Along with, you know, Gay Miss Swine and the Rainbow thing. I, I think they might Stevie be Nick, to it. Stevie Nicks made Gay Miss Wine? <laughs> Confirmed. Uh-huh. She is a witch. She is a witch. Yeah, maybe he's also a witch. Ooh, maybe. Ooh. Witch. And then the other song that plays is White Room by Cream, which doesn't have any uh, LGBTQIA plus ties as long as you I know, as far that, as I know. The title is White Room by Cream? <laughs> Jess. Not this show. <laughs> Not this show. Hey, I'm just saying, Not I'll this. take one ticket. <laughs> Not this. Uh, but <laughs> on a more depressing note than that, uh, some of the lyrics to that song are, I'll wait in this place where the sun never shines, wait in this place where the shadows run mm. from themselves. And I, again, mm. I just feel like these lyrics are really tying mm. into the atmosphere. Uh, uh, All those songs played in that one episode? Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I, didn't I mean, a, a very song-heavy episode, really, I mean, an incredible episode. I think the biggest question I really have coming out of this episode that I want to ask you you two smart people Craig Mazin on the Last of Us podcast talks about the theme of this show being love is dangerous he brought this up in the first episode of the after show podcast check it out if you haven't already specifically he's referencing this to Joel's relationship with both his daughter and Ellie that like love is a great thing but sometimes it can be very dangerous it can put you in danger episode three was mostly uh, a contained love story between Bill and Frank so what I'm wondering is this show going to show us a bunch of different portrayals of the power of love the power of love. Are we going to see a bunch of different portrayals of the power of love? Or do we just get this episode to have some hope in the apocalypse? Because there's been so much like downer in these first two episodes. Mm. That this third episode was like supposed to be, here's a good love story. What, how do you guys interpret the way they're using love in this episode? I wouldn't. I think that there is still uh, in this episode a dangerousness to the love that mm, is portrayed. Okay. I don't think Bill would have ever mm-hmm. put himself at risk or sacrificed himself or offed himself uh, if if Frank wasn't in his life. He when you, when you say says, put himself like, at risk, that moment during the raid when he's in the middle of the street shooting and Frank literally yeah. has to pull him back, he put himself in extreme danger, mm. probably for Frank. And the thing is, if he th- that's the hard part because cra- love makes you do crazy things. As Brandon, that's true. he's a cra- he's a maniac, I'm and Gary's perfect. <laughs> um, but it's also like he didn't think that if he dies, he did have a plan. Yeah. Yes, but Frank didn't know that plan yet. Right. If Bill would have died on the street while Frank was asleep, yeah, yes, he got a headshot. How would he have known? And yeah. then you just left him to die mm-hmm. as well because Frank doesn't have the same 
survivalist instinct right. as Bill does. Yeah. He's gonna waste all the paint immediately. <laughs> if it was me, absolutely. The, the entire street would have been pink. But um, I think, and also it's interesting because it's like, yeah, love in what way, right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. It is physical and it is metaphorical. Right. So it's like, uh, what Frank and Bill had was like physically love was very yeah. dangerous. Doing all these acts was very dangerous. Letting this man into your home not mm. knowing what he could have been bringing is very dangerous. Like yeah. people are following him. What happened after that? But for Ellie and Joel, it's like, you can't get too close. You can't do all these things. What happens when you're like, if they do even like each other? It's yeah. like, what? They're so what guarded, they're not willing there? to like like mm-hmm. each other yet. And I think theirs is more of a metaphorical right yeah. now than it is a physical. Yeah, I, yeah. and I, I kind of agree with you, Anna. Like, I think Bill and Frank's relationship, it was a great representation of love and how powerful that is and what two people can be for each other. But I also found it very dangerous because they did not adapt to their surroundings. Right, they didn't adapt to what was happening to the world. They walled themselves off, literally, and stayed the way they had been. Yes, they're living the life of luxury with hot water and fresh food and all that stuff. Sounds great. But like, if that falls apart, when Joel shows up and is like, yo, this fence ain't gonna last. And like, you guys can might be in your little paradise, but there's gonna be raiders coming. And like, they're gonna keep trying to get through. To, and like, you having this little hideaway of love might be nice for you two, but it's very dangerous and you're not adapting to the well, world around you I think you he was actively way. trying. I think they started, once Joel said that, I, I assume they were just running out of resources. Right. Like, it's like you have, and also he only well, he programmed could, They don't have the right around. fences at the yeah. Home Depot, right? They, and also the Home Depot was farther yeah, away. Yeah. It wasn't in the same area. So I was like, oh, and then I was also like, who knows what's at the Home Depot mm-hmm. already, people that have been turned. And then on top of that, I was like, you are going to eventually use yeah. everything at Home I Depot. Mean, you know Cut your own trees. Be, yeah. You know there's going to be at least one infected guy with an orange yeah, apron who's like, I know more than you. Hi there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. I did appreciate like the the way the show acknowledges like at least batteries can't just sit around for 20 years and be yeah. good. You know, he had taken apart a battery with the sulfuric acid and, and all the components and put it too. in the fridge mm-hmm. so that like it had to be put together again. I love that. I appreciate that. Uh, I hate when shows are like, oh, the car's been sitting here for 20 but years and it starts Park, up and drives away. It was okay. No. It was never okay. But to answer your to answer your question or the second part of mm. the question, I do think that they are going to be exploring throughout this whole season yeah. different instances of love, different types mm-hmm. of love. They're going to build it up, show you different aspects yeah. of it, and I have to. We've seen three episodes now where they then tear it down. So well, it doesn't last forever. Roller coaster. Yeah. What happens when we meet the people that are married that hate each other? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Bill could have gone on living without Frank, but he chose to kill himself because of love. Like he was like, I don't want to be without this person. And Bill's a guy who's well adapted to surviving in this atmosphere. And like he even was like, Nope. Love is so powerful. It's going to take me out. And you know. Joel's unrequited, unacknowledged love for Tess is dangerous too because Ellie was afraid to read in the letter Tess's name thinking it might set Joel off. Well, he said never. Never say her name. Oh, that's right. Never Never say say her name again. He said never say her name. That's why why I was also like, Ellie kind of did it in a dick way of being like, you no. said not to bring. You well, said Ellie's not to say also her name. scared because like this was where she was supposed yeah, to no, be, 100. and now this is gone too. Tess is gone. Bill and Frank are gone, and I'm still stuck with Joel, who hates me and is throwing beef jerky at me. What am I gonna do? Uh, where I don't are we know. going? Get the battery. Uh, well, we have lots more to talk about this episode, but first, we want to remind you to check out NewRockStarsMerch.com, where you can always grab the latest and greatest merch from New Rockstars. And we have some exciting news right now. You can grab this incredible The Last of Us inspired shirt. Lost in the Darkness, inspired by the games and images from the show. Grab yours before the season ends and get ready for season two because it's coming, folks. It's official. You can also grab shirts, hoodies, hats, and pins, and so much more featuring the new Rockstars logo. And very, very soon, 
we'll have our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania-inspired merch for sale just in time for the premiere. You don't want to be caught at the premiere without it. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye out for that. Also, if you know the outbreak happens tomorrow, you want to be rocking a new Rockstars merch Can't when you're it. shambling around. <laughs> Mushrooms growing out of your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was that second one? I don't. I have no idea. A baby, a baby lost a baby. in the pandemic. Uh, so be sure to check out the website for that. And as always, support the channel and check out newrockstarsmerch.com. Another question I have for you both, a very cynical take on this episode, is that Frank is a bit of a prisoner in this relationship, you know? Uh, what a prison to be in. But, oh, like, he doesn't, you can't leave, right? Joel makes the argument that they won't be safe in their compound because they're unable to adapt to the realities of this new world, what we're talking about. Frank and Bill get their happy ending, but do you think this is a good idea for them? What would you do in this situation? Would you stay in this compound that you've like built up? Absolutely. I also was like, uh, I would fake being in love with someone immediately to mm -hmm. stay in that compound. <gasps> yeah, that you think he faked it. No, I don't think. No. Oh, I thought you all. were throwing that out no, there, and I was like, I don't know if I'm well, ready. It's been, uh, it was 2004 when he finds Frank. It's yeah. uh, a year or less than a year or a year plus. Like a little bit of time has gone by. You know, I, I think, I think the way I read it, because wait, keep going. Well, we had this conversation in my household. <laughs> wait a minute. Was like Frank faking it, his attraction to Bill at first, because I mean, you're getting electricity, water, security, food. You know, he's Nick Offerman. It's not a bad-looking guy. He smells bad, clearly. He's got to take a shower. But uh, <laughs> I was very skeptical yeah. of Frank's intentions at first. Yeah, I it was... was. Well, because, I mean, Frank says he was with 10 people, and now they're gone. So he clearly killed those 10 <laughs> people and ate them, right? He ate, those, he ate yeah. those 10 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the moment right. in the hole where they're kind of, they don't see each other yet, and they're like, do you have a gun? And he's like, unsure if he should say if he has a gun or not. When Bill asks, they, they can't see each other yet. They don't, yeah. they can't size each other up. Mm. But, you know... Is Frank being very manipulative there in a weird way? I don't no, know. I didn't think it was until they He started... just fell into a booby trap. I would be afraid I'm going to be eaten by someone. No. I think it was also, I mean, you're already in the booby trap. So there's no <laughs> use in you lying about anything. You're already taken. Uh, it wasn't until he started playing the piano, Nick Offerman. I was like, oh, he's going to hit him over the head. I was like, he's going to beat him oh over the head. Oh. And I was like, easy. Easy, do it. Easy, done. Easy, I, come. Easy, go. I think, you know, Frank was really on edge. Like, do I eat this food? Much like we were talking about Joel, is this poisoned? Like, Frank was like, do I eat this? I don't know. And when he was kind of, when uh, Bill's still in the kitchen, and like, he's kind of scoping around the house, and he notices, like, <laughs> the dust, which I thought was very interesting. In his mind, he's thinking, this is a man who's very capable, who's taking care of things, but he's allowed this house that clearly wasn't decorated by him mm -hmm. to kind of settle in dust. What is happening here? What's mm -hmm. going on? Like, mm. there, there's both little things they notice about each other that puts them on edge, mm. but Linda Ronset brings them together. It kind of also, it helps flesh out the character because later he wants to, like, he, he, he wants, very much cares about the appearance yes, of everything yes. and mm -hmm. things like that. I, they yeah. complemented each other very well. What I thought you were going to say about the piano scene was it wasn't until a tear rolled down for Frank's mm. cheek that I was like, wait, does he not have ulterior motives? Like, I don't, yeah. the actor was playing it so oddly sketchy, yeah. I felt. I mean, Well, I think both, plus, I think they're smartly both on edge, you know? It's yeah. like, I mean, he was, Frank was like willing to get into a shower, strip down and get into a shower and be in a locked room with only one way out, right? So he trusted Bill. Naked. Or he was at least willing, well, if I'm going to die, at least I get a shower out of this. this That's the nice. thing. They both each had just yeah. good motives, but also motives to be like, I, I yeah. don't know what to do. What's the yeah. next step? There is no, like, actual, like, 
what's the next step? You just right. had to keep going with it and be like, I hope he lets me stay. Yeah, lets oh, me but circling back, I don't, I, I hate that word hostage. I don't think he was a hostage. No, 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 no. he's a prisoner. Prisoner. Hostage. prisoner. He's literally in a cage. Prison. Do you a get gilded this word cage. In your question, did you not have the word hostage? Tell me. A right gilded now. cage. I don't remember. I've said so Who many words. Who are you going to host? Sure. Well, neither of them were hostage exactly. or prisoner. It's a okay. gilded cage. This you is can't what, leave. This is what discussion is all about. You can't leave. No, I, I, I. Where are you going to go, Frank? There's some feet out there. Where are you going to go, buddy? Yeah, where are you going to go? He was never. Nick Offerman was. Ne oh, I don't know why I keep calling him Nick Offerman. And Bill was never. He was never using Frank's safety against him. That was never the case. Do you yeah. think at one point they had a fight where they're like, I'm leaving. Well, where are you going to go, Frank? In the hole? <laughs> you going to go back in the hole? you going to hit the fire pipes? <laughs> I'll no, smoke your ass. Honestly, the best part about being in a fight there is like, no, I'm just going to go to the neighbor's house. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm go just going to go to house. another I'm going to go to the boutique. Mm, I'm yeah. going to go have my fun. I, I have to assume, and it's, Honestly, it's kind of purely based off of the tear that the feelings were genuine. Yeah, I, I, I would believe that the feelings were Or maybe that tear was coming because he was going to hit him over the head. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> gonna beat you over the head, baby. Mm. I thought I would have probably done that. Yeah, probably. And then not I don't know how to work the gas Yeah, yeah, though, not so. know how to use the generator. Be yeah, like, yeah. just hit it. <laughs> like, it's not working. And the Raiders show up. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anna, why don't you take us through some game, some things about this show that are different from the game. This episode really okay. got away from yes. the Yes, so, and because, hello. <laughs> I keep going, the just idea, turning. the idea of just not knowing how to use the generator, <laughs> oh, just preemptively, just being stupid is something I would have done. Um, because the show differs from the game so much in this yeah. episode, mm -hmm. I'm gonna put a little spoiler, a little baby yeah. spoiler warning right here. We're going to talk about the difference between okay. Bill and Frank in the game and, and here. So if you don't, if you truly want to play the game blind, yeah, here's your spoiler You've warning. Warned. You've been warned. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty much this entire episode is kind of new information. Mm -hmm. um, we never see Frank ever in the game. Uh, well, okay, we see his dead body in the game. Thank you. Um, pretty much, uh, the differences are insane. Yeah. Bill in the game is very brash, mm -hmm. very outspoken, very sassy. Well, sassy is probably not the right word because he's not like flamboyant in any sort of way considering the circumstances. Uh, but um, he, he's very, he's kind of a dude. He's just like loud. He's loud and bold. Yeah. Um, and then not like Nick Offerman at all. And then we hear that his partner, he just references him as his partner, mm -hmm. uh, left at some point. Later, we come across Frank's body that has been hung. Uh, Bill makes remarks that he has bite marks on him. And so Joel, Joel also doesn't know Frank at all. He's yeah. never met him. Joel, when Joel and Ellie get to the area, Bill is alive. Bill is there. Bill is still alive. Yes. In the game? Yeah. yeah. No, didn't, uh, well, he went there because he knew him, though. Yeah, yeah. Because he was getting the he, back. He knows Bill. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. know who Frank is. No, oh, oh, yes. Never yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, keep going. Um, Joel and Ellie show up. Bill's there. Yeah. Bill's very yeah. mean to Ellie because Ellie mm. keeps touching his comic books, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And uh, Bill is very set in staying in the compound, so he's never ventured out of right. there. They venture out to go find a battery for the car and to find the components, mm. the parts, basically. Uh, and that's when they come across Frank's body that has been hung. It has bite marks. Um, and so Joel's like, it seems like he didn't want to turn. He hung himself. Yeah. And Bill's like, cool. Later in the house, uh, Joel finds a note from Frank that says, basically, I hate you. Some I would rather. Sweet. You were always too chicken shit to leave the compound. I didn't like that life. Yeah. 
and you always said it'd get me killed if I left, but that's better than spending another goddamn day with you, yeah, Bill. Yeah, yeah, not as a, a happy of a relationship. Oh! I genuinely love that note, and I, or not loved it, but that scene, I was like, this is fun. And then in, throughout the entire episode, I was like, Frank's not gonna last. I was like, Frank's gonna leave and be very upset when he leaves. Mm. And that's why I was so sketched out the whole time, like knowing that this is how the game version mm. happened. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was so sketched out in the beginning. Mm. I was like, Frank doesn't like Bill, but then they changed Bill's character so much too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you get he the Joel. I think you have to give the note to. I've never seen a playthrough where they don't give a note the note to Bill. Yeah, and I think shows you him. share it with him. Yeah, I don't know if you have the option to or not. I don't know but. if you if it's. Uh, if you have to, but uh, he shares a note with Bill, and Bill's like, "Oh, that's how you feel. Well, fuck you too, Frank." Yeah, yeah. And they they never there's no loving words exchanged no, no, ever, except no. he says he maybe cares for his partner a little bit, yeah. but no words are ever exchanged. And we actually pretty much don't know that Bill is even gay until they are driving away in the car, and Ellie has snagged a uh, a male nudie mag from from Bill's room, and she's like. How did they walk with that thing? And I was like, ooh. Oh, and that's the first time we're like, oh, they were partners, partners, partners potentially. Partners. But they never uh, outright say it, and yeah, we yeah. certainly never see Frank alive. So huge differences there. Um, I, I will say the, the truck in the end is kind of the same. It's so. very similar. <laughs> truck. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they wind yeah. up in the game. They leave that area with with uh, Bill's truck. Yes, they yeah. they. Get and he's the still alive when they leave. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. He survives. He survives. So, so huge, huge things. These are these are such massive changes, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's because they wanted to focus on the relationships right. yeah. that they've always been saying. I, it's also uh, the transfer from a video game to a storytelling series for people that have not played the game. Why would you be so attached to Bill, knowing that he immediately is just yeah, like yeah. a he's a dickhead? Ass. Yeah, he's yeah, an he, ass. he's an asshole. So this relationship I like so much more, but the entire time I kept going. No, Frank's gonna die. And then when he got shot, when Bill got shot, I went, yeah. Bill's gonna die? Yeah, and Frank's yeah, gonna yeah. survive? Yeah. And I just kept going back and so forth. And then when he was like, I'm taking the pills, I was like, okay, so Frank's gonna die. Yeah. And then Bill's, and then Bill's gonna die too. Yeah. yeah, it was very confusing. I kept yeah. being like, I, I, I don't know what's I going think on. everyone who's played the game, and like this episode was like shock after shock. We were yeah. like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah. I'm totally lost. Where, where are their strawberries? Yeah. <laughs> where are strawberries? <laughs> I never saw a strawberry in the video game. Is it symbolism? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Um, are strawberries a gay thing? I don't know. Look it up. Um, but I don't. I, I felt like it was a good change because yeah. in the game, I 100%. I didn't like Bill. Yeah. I yeah. probably 100. felt like Frank was probably justified. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know yep. Frank, yep. but I was yep. like, yeah, it it's seems much about more right. Of a, I think they play 100%. it more as a joke in the video game, I would say. And this is a, a much more tender way to explore the concept yeah. of love in this show. Yeah. Bill was very silly to me. Yeah. When we, in the game, I was like, this man's a little wild. He was wild. comedic. <laughs> He's wild. Comedic. And here it's like, this is a serious relationship. Here you have to live through yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love just the way how they still got the battery. They still got the battery. Still got the battery. We're on track, baby. And right, and we go back to the they say, I want them to say battery every episode Stop. of the show. And then battery! You, and you guys make me think of it every time it's you so say good. it. I'm always like, you Pedro Pascal did not say it that way. Go back and watch the first episode around the 59 minute mark. Pedro Pascal gives the line delivery that will win him the Emmy, where he says, I need the battery, Tess. Yes. Yes. I need the battery, Tess. Uh, let's go over kill counts real fast. Joel, zero kills. No, this don't go into this. Ellie, <laughs> don't go into this. Ellie gets one kill. A little no. infected boy stuck under the the rubble. Who's I would give, I would handicap her on this one. No, yeah, I would. I would say zero. Are we counting the infected? We're gonna count to, it. Oh my she god. Does stab she does. She murdered that, that infected man. That is true. She did stab it in the eye. It's different <laughs> than just like shooting. I think. No, no. The we kill don't, count no, leader no, this episode. No, no. Gotta be no, our boy Bill. No, no. 
to, no. to confirm kills. He definitely killed some raiders too. Uh, I think. Oh, one was on fire. The fire. He's definitely shooting yeah. some of them. He's got a rifle with a scope. I can't believe it's really hard it. to tell. An electrified sec- guy. Hey, he killed that infected in the woods. The individual one that went hit the tripwire. Oh, Are we yeah. counting infected or aren't we? Yeah, we'll count. I, I apologize. I think it's the way that the infected is killed maybe counts because it's more gruesome. I need yeah. consistency in yeah. my life. I think not we, here. I think well, he also yeah. gave Bill two kills, which I would not do. Why are I mean, we doing a kill count? Because are you counting himself as one? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Self-inflicted. He's on a line. John, folks. does it count? Uh, so now let's, let's uh, this is your heavy, heavy, heavy spoiler talk warning. Uh, heavy, heavy, heavy. We're going to talk about anything we want from DLCs to future games to part twos, whatever. So briefly before we go, Ellie mentions this friend that knows everything there is to know about Mortal Kombat 2 when she comes across the machine. Uh, and left In the Left Behind DLC uh, for Last of Us, the game, Riley brings Ellie to a Busset arcade cabinet for the fictional game the turning mm-hmm. uh, in the game. It wouldn't surprise us if that ends up being like a Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet in this adaptation. Like mm-hmm. Anna was saying earlier, there's a later episode called Left Behind that's titled Left Behind. That's probably where we'll get into a flashback that goes into Riley and Ellie and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big scenes from the game that happens with Bill is our first introduction to a bloater in the high school. There's this whole side mission where they go to try to find a truck and they, they introduce to a bloater. Uh, do you think Joe and Ellie will have to experience that alone? Or will the show tweak the reveal of the bloater a little bit? Like, I mean, he come in Are they going to save it for like the last episode or something like that? Oh, no. Not the last episode, no. but later, later. Although, now we know I'm not great at predicting. <laughs> the bloater is the one that explodes, right? The bloater uh, is a big... In the game, it's big and fat. Yeah. Uh, it can throw spore yeah. bombs at Don't you. you. Is this the, the part where they We saw like, one in the trailer. It comes out of the out. fire. There's a, a fire. He's a chunky boy. Oh, there's a fire. He's a chunky boy. Chunky boy comes out of the flames. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of where in the story are there more flames? I can think of them. They might change I it. I don't know. Mm, it would be more dangerous if they faced it alone. Yeah. And also, you would. I, I I would hate if they put it in the intro but just didn't put it in this season. Oh no 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 no! They'll be in this season. Well, you said at the very end, so I was like, yeah. I think since we're officially in spoiler territory, now that I'm thinking about it, it might be when they introduce Henry. I will be so mad if that's the way Sam goes. Uh, is by a bloater. Take on a stage. Oh. Also, Neil Druckmann, the names in this show and the game Sam, Henry, David, Joel, it's easier Ellie. It's too to easy. Make, when, Let's when have some more creative names. No writing scripts. Bill, you just Frank. name them Come on. Jessica, Ryan, <laughs> Come on. Brandon, uh, Anna. Uh, one thing I was wondering uh, would you leave immediately? Like, they drive away pretty fast. They, they now have the mission. They they, they're going to look for night, Tommy now in of, Wyoming. Right? It was sunset-ish, kind of. I know, but wouldn't you stay at this compound for yeah. like a week? I would stay for a couple days. I'd be like, there's no race now. Also, like, Ellie downstairs with all the guns and be like, come on! Yeah, that was a little wild. Take a wild. few more guns. I don't know. Silly. I would stick around for a day or two and have a couple good meals, a couple but good showers, also, and a couple good shits on an actual toilet. That's you know true. what I'm talking about? But then you're also forgetting, like, the, I guess, people act their own way. There isn't two dead bodies in a room. Yeah. That's, that's locked true. in that house. That is true. Because you go to the neighbor's house, but it's not as nice. It's as not as nice. House. They didn't paint the neighbor's house. <laughs> Resource management. Resource. That's, that's why Brandon shits in the plastic bags. <laughs> why do you need a toilet if you're just now shitting in plastic bags? I have to save bags? them to show them all to my doctor. Ew, Dr. Shazam. Uh, <laughs> we have Dr. to Shabazz. end this. We have to end it. And that is it. <laughs> that is it. Toilet humor is where I draw the line from Brandon. The line. From Brandon. Anyone else can do it. This girl making jokes about uh, the white room by Cream has a problem with my toilet humor. Look here. That's not toilet humor. <laughs> 
Okay, that's it for the episode of The Break Room. We'll be back next week to discuss episode four. But we also do the show every day live at 3 p.m. talking about all the nerdy news that you need to know and that you love. Follow me, Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow Brandon at Grin and Barrick. Uh-huh. Grin and Barrick. I need to emphasize the R. It's And hard. Anna, it's Anna Vanson. So much easier than Grin and Subscribe to The Break Room wherever you get your podcast, and we'll see you guys Tuesday. Thanks Bye. for watching. Bye. Bye.